There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Friends with benefits. Friends. We got the friends with benefits. We got the friends. Friends. With Tasha And Betty Bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm not cutting that. I'm not cutting it. No, keep that. I just took a a sip of my afternoon coffee right as you started recording. (laughs) I literally was like, okay, I'm about to record. Okay, recording with Tasha. And she just picks up a cup and starts. That's that's exactly what happened. And I... I appreciate that from you. I'm not playing by the rules anymore with you, Tash. You know what? Fuck it. Just (laughs) Just with me. All right. Just Just specifically you. Specifically you. I'm not playing by the rules. Not playing by the rules. Not sure when our friendship entailed rules, to be fair. Um, Um, Yeah, it's actually a really good question. I don't think that's ever existed, rules between us. No, not even. Only rule is have fun. The only rule is friendship. Oh my god, that's such a great rule. The only rule is friendship. Great, great. Yeah, How have you yeah. been? What's going on in Perthland? How's the past? The past is great because daylight savings isn't a thing anymore. It's only oh. two hours past, not three hours past. I yes. like how I did these hand gestures. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, good, good. Yeah, it's like people watch it on YouTube. Lives. They can see you. Hundred percent. Anyone else listening? Sorry, um, just didn't it's on YouTube. It. Check it. It's out. on YouTube. Pop in. I don't know. Say howdy. Um, yeah, it's actually super fun. It's kind of cooled down here, so it's not swelteringly, disgustingly hot. And just settling in and exploring the wonders of Fremantle, actually. Oh, oh I was um, dog-sitting a puppy for four days. Very nice. Mothers, now nice. I know how you feel. It's exhausting. <laughs> I mean, we're the same. We're the same um, are you going to get a puppy now? Are you going to do like everyone else in ISO and get an ISO pet? There are so many. ISO pets. So many ISO. Which is fucking stunning that there's so many people adopting um, pets in ISO because they need some beautiful homes. But to be fair, had the puppy for four days was genuinely very exhausting. Great. Um, a lot of energy. Yeah. A lot of energy there with a small animal. It's not like um, the cat life. The cat's just like, fuck off, go under a couch, you know. That's like, it. Ignore you. It's, yeah. And they're like, I don't really want to be involved in your life. Um, Doesn't matter. I've got a lot on for me Doesn't personally. Right? But like dogs are just like, oh, hello, I love you. Please pay me. Your toes. Pit, pit. And then uh, maybe I'll poo four times somewhere. And then, okay. <laughs> So much shitting occurred. Great. Yeah, so much that. shitting occurred. Yeah, it was super, super great. Um, that part of it was awesome for me specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it actually helped me tackle that fear. I just could never have a dog because I was really scared of the whole shitting situation. But I had to do oh. it. I had to tackle it. What yeah. about this shitting situation made you scared? Just, just curious. Mostly um, when you have to just pick it up. Yeah, that's that part. That's it. That's the that's, that's the part that you're just the picking up of the shit through a picking bag. up the shit through a very thin plastic bag, you if you will. Um, it's not like you know, it's not like cushioned. You can feel. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, the whole yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. full 
it's a surround sound Dolby kind of time. And um, <laughs> with shit, with poo, with lots yeah. of poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was just like a matter of me literally being like, <laughs> but now it's fine. Uh, but no, I don't think that we're going to get a puppy because it's a lot to do. It is a lot. It's, they're actually very expensive, like to take care of this small animal, super expensive. Mm-hmm. And I won't be staying in Perth forever. Um, um, we shall be moving to Melbourne. So I don't want to like get this dog and then. Uh, exactly. It's a traumatic experience, you know, honestly. a tiny pup having to go from Perth weather to Melbourne weather. I mean, that was me moving from Queensland to Melbourne. It was a tough time. It's a tough time. You yeah. are similar to a small dog. So I am. I am. I'm yeah. a lot of energy. I expect people to pick my shit up. Like, you know. <laughs> That's what Kev does, no? Isn't yeah, that- yeah, yeah. Not like actual shit, just like the shit I leave around. But sometimes, you know, you know depending on it's kind vomit, of night it's been. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. More vomit. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, see, yeah. we're all essentially at heart <laughs> small puppies. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Really just, you know. Love it. Really leaning into this ISO live. What have you been it. doing? What's happening? Um, I've been sewing. I've been figuring out what I'm doing with my life. I've been doing some uh, remote gigs, some Zoom gigs, uh, which, uh, yeah, is a bit of a wild time. Um, it's just- you were telling me something pretty pretty cool about what you wore one of the one of the um, gigs, right? Yeah. Um, so literally uh, the, the theme for one of the gigs was your best pajamas. And so I thought I could just wear my pajamas, but just put like a zebra jacket over the top. Just oh, to yeah, like jazz it up. It, you know. Uh, and for those of you watching on YouTube, that may or may not be what's happening right now. Yeah, straight up. She stood up to like to wrangle something. I was like, Natasha, are you wearing a nighty with a blazer? She's like, 100%. It's my ISO aesthetic. Um, ISO aesthetic? I'd- oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Can you create a lookbook ISO aesthetic? All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like I'll a Pinterest yeah, moment. Sorted. Sorted. 100%. That's the thing. And we've definitely, now I've invited myself. We definitely No, should. we can all do it. And I think our next guest, uh, our next guest, our guest is going to be uh, very into it. Uh, an incredible uh, lookbook uh, attendee, you know. Attendee? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. What the fuck? Attendee? A lookbook enthusiast is the word uh, I was yes. like. Yes. You know yes, what? Yes, that, yes. No, that's it. Because Could actually got... model for us in the lookbook. I mean. Yeah, I heard. I heard he's got a personal trainer, but uh, he's got looks. He's got style. He's got grace. He's the nanny. No, uh, he, uh, you know, is an incredible cabaret oh, performer. Well, then it's definitely not Ruben. No. <laughs> I mean, it's just me. We're interviewing me. No, I'm just it's kidding. It's you with uh, your hair up, so it with, looks a bit more no, boyish. I've got my hair down today. It's a different look for me. It's normally in a wrap or something. That's you know? gorgeous. I love you. You know how I love your hair down. I think it's, it's gorgeous. Crazy. Yeah, I look like a I wild love. lion. Oh. You look like uh, yeah. a Fremantle lesbian, actually. Is what Great. You well, you yeah. know, I can fit right in. I haven't even got shoes on right now. So. Oh, my God, girl. You fit in the, you got the brief. Come on over. Gil. Gil, Come on buddy. over. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry for us. No, it's great. Uh, it is the one and only international cabaret sensation, the one and only Ruben K. Oh, what? Ruben K? I know. I'm here. You can tell that he really doesn't have any gigs because um, he's talking he's to us. The podcast. Yeah. He's and as a four year old, I am waiting for someone else to wipe everything. Ah. <laughs> It's important. Are you isolation by yourself, doll? Or are you sharing the moment with somebody? No, I'm isolated by myself. Oh, wow. That's probably for Don't people. do it. Don't ha- do it? Yeah, that's a choice. Because you are back in Melbourne now, correct? 
Yeah, I moved back into Melbourne because the original plan before Lorona made herself mm. enter the party mm -hmm. was that I would spend like two weeks with my boyfriend and then two weeks with my family and two weeks with my other family because I'm a child of divorce. Yes. And then um, and it would all be fine and dandy. But then mm. Lorona hit and I'm like, well, look, if I want to see my boyfriend, I got to isolate by myself. 100%. Because yeah. I can't be with my parents because they are old mm, and frail yes my mum smokes 15 a day oh my god i love her which is perfect she refuses to give up smoking because the idea of putting a vape out on an uber driver just doesn't work for her <laughs> your mother sounds like a good woman we she know is, where you've got it from mm. hey <laughs> well she's the one who inspired the uh the t-shirt that i was going to start plugging oh, on your podcast. oh absolutely uh, you can't see this, but this is the the new Ruben K official merch. The <laughs> I can't believe I douched for this T-shirt. <laughs> Stunning, it's Ruben. Honestly, it's it's one of your best pieces. Where can we get this delicious merchandise from you? Um, okay, so I've just launched it as merchandise. I have not set up any form great. of great, great purchasing or no. mail out. I had one made for myself. I love it. <laughs> so much i'm going to start making them because what we need in the time of uh pandemic mm. is more post more post absolutely absolutely more, postage, more wastage more packaging yes. more interaction with people that you don't know absolutely yeah oh, yes 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 all of it yes I mean, to be fair, it's making me mad because I'm getting a shit ton of stuff delivered because, you know, being a good citizen, et cetera. However, uh, they will not come up to my, they will not come up to my level five uh, apartment. And How will you go on, Natasha? I have to go down there. I have to go out into the world and touch this package that's just been amongst other packages that could have. Um, that is literally every night at a gay bar. <laughs> what, they won't go to level five? Like what is level five and gay? They won't go to level five in gay. Level five is up to the elbow. And you can't do that. You can't do that at a bar unless you know there's sawdust on the floor and drainage. That's it. You know what? That's it. That should be your showgirl secret right there. Oh, <laughs> sawdust on the floor and drainage, the Ruben mm -hmm. K experience. That's it, right there. That's, That's the title show, of your next girl. show. <laughs> Putting the cunt into contagious. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes, my God. Oh, the shit that you're going to come up with during this isolation period, I'm very excited for. Well, that's what I've been... I threw myself into a project. Mm. project. Oh, um, a project. And that, that project is uh, basically me enabling my alcoholism for 20 minutes a week. Um, it's called Unwind. Yeah. Um, yeah. So every Wednesday, I do a guided meditation, and I hate guided meditations. Oh, don't we all... Um, it's my just, I actually love them, so, you know. <laughs> my anxiety is at such a point. I have the Calm app. I have used every meditation on Calm. And if I have to hear another woman with vocal fry telling me <laughs> to relax, <laughs> like, just let go. Just relax. <laughs> oh so if you can't manage to speak on voice, how am I going to reach Nirvana? <laughs> I fucking love you for that so much. Oh, my goodness. I'm, so, that was beautiful. Unwind is the guided meditation for the end of the world, and it is mm -hmm. the only guided meditation with a wine pairing. Oh. Watch me drink an entire bottle of wine in 20 minutes. It's I have. a race to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a race to see what I read first. 
uh, inner peace or liver failure? Ah, God. I mean, depending how you're feeling about life, both could be the same, you know, inner peace or liver failure. Um, I mean, that's it. Depends where you I are. Mean, I'm not trying to be bleak, but. I don't, I don't want to seem like a negative Nelly, but at this point, shitting out a kidney could just be a positive. It could really. Honestly, really. it could be something to do that day, really. Yeah. Like, I don't know what on today. Well, it's so time. interesting because, of course, I've had it. I've only done a, a three or four. I'm up doing my fourth one tomorrow. And mm. I've had a chance to sample a couple of uh, delicious drops. Um, and by delicious drops, I mean battery acid in a bottle. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but la- the last one, I decided to take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chicka chance, chance on uh, a mm-hmm. box wine. Oh, 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 which one did you get? Now, please. <gasps> we, we are quite well versed in the box. Tell one. me everything. Uh, okay, it's called a Rosso Dolce Batoli. Mm-hmm. She knows yes. it well. Oh, she I, knows it. I went into the Moondog bottle shop um, and said, Look, I want a box wine. What's going to be easiest on my guts? And the <laughs> at the bar, at the behind the counter, yep. the masochistic homophobe. <sighs> That's who you get your friend. wine from. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, this one, this nice, like, fruity red. And I'm like, fruity red. That's Oof, what I like. That's, that's it. One, what one taste. One taste as I squirted it out of the bladder. And I knew oh. I was in trouble. It's so it's, good. It's so good. It's so tasty. I it's know. so sweet. But I it's also like lost audio. sight in an eye. Because <laughs> you drank the whole bladder in the 20 minutes? In 20 I, minutes. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm always judging I'm not. You. I'm fucking fangirling. <laughs> now, did you go for the two or the four litre? That's what I want to know. I got something lucky because I got a two-litre box with a four-litre bag in it. First thing at the side of the box. (laughs) It sounds like me trying to fit into my corset right now. (laughs) It was was very much like a post, what do I call it? Uh, Yeah, what are we in? A post-isolation burlesque outfit. (laughs) And I say that with Uh, the same problem because all of us burly girls are going to have to try and fit into corsets fit into oh, tights fit into um anything none of, none of the stretch fabrics that we use really have that much stretch because they're so encrusted with they're applique so, they've got lace and applique there's no stretch babe there's no stretch, no stretch. and it's it's, stretch. i mean we're all going to be poster women for body positivity right now at the end of this oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled about that Honestly, Good to see every burlesque and cabaret performer only wearing jeggings for the next three months after ISO. Like it'll just be this like trend of just like yeah, jeggings. It's fine. Don't worry. JJ's is not going to know what it is. You know it'll come up with a jeglesque. Yes. <laughs> I want to be in that show. I'll be there. Someone's going to be like jeglesque. Or, ja- or like pajama shows because everyone will be like, we've been in our pajamas oh, wow. for months. Let's do a pajama show. I'll be like, fuck off. I'm wearing the most annoying, uncomfortable outfit that I can fucking wear because all I do is wear pajamas. And you know what we'll be doing it to? Empty seats. <laughs> no one will be buying tickets for months. I am just thrilled about my life choices at this point. <laughs> I um, I was meant to be doing some gigs for cruise ships and some of the cruise ships have said, obviously they cancelled everyone uh, without pay. And the email they said was like, we will, of course, we won't 
although we are, we're not canceling, we're going to reschedule you, you'll get gigs, you'll get it, it's fine, which is what they can do. Yeah. On the other hand, like, who is going to go on a cruise ship after a respiratory pandemic when cruise ships, and don't get me wrong, like I work on cruise ships, they're great, but they are petri dishes for A, syphilis, and B, any gut disease. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who can find? It's the cruise, and also the other thing I was thinking about is planes and cruise ships and large ships, they're made to travel. They're made to be in the air. They're made to be in water. They're not made to stay still or grounded for long periods of time. Absolutely. So, so small air, small airlines are going to go under and large airlines are going to either up their oh, prices yeah. to maintain mm. or there's going to be, I'm worried, there's going to be airplane accidents with people flying. Because That's it. Be- I did not even think planes aren't that. supposed to. Neither did I. Planes aren't supposed to sit just fucking dormant for entire fleets for you know months. Almost like people. Almost like people. Almost, Almost. like people. But, but I cannot fit that many people inside me as an A380. God, I know you've tried though. <laughs> oh, That's so all tried. That matters. I've been trying to get a deal with Etihad. <laughs> No oh. refunds with Eddie Hud though, so just be careful. No. Should have gone oh, Singapore. I've got a voucher from Emirates. Oh, Jazzy! All right, you cash that in later. But boot. Shall indeed. What's like Hassan? Do you do bus trips? Bus <laughs> trips. <laughs> do you do? No, no you, you can't do travel you more than like four kilometers from your home, so you can't. You can't really. Is that what they're saying Kenya? now? Oh, I don't know. That was one of the <sighs> rules. Who knows what the rules are? They're all fucking contradicting each other. I have no I mean, The wine I'm drinking has been stored under the bonnet of a 1975 Mitsubishi because nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters, matters anymore. Cheers you know what? It's aged thing. nicely. Oh. Cheers, my cheers. loves. Clink, cheers. Cheers. clink. Cheers. Cheers. Are you a Betty Betts? Are you on a little mimosa? I am. I'm doing a little mimosa, really leaning into the mimosa life um, because it just kind of feels like I'm on a jazzy holiday at all times. I mean, it is no scurvy for me. It's actually my um, my daily intake of just, you know, vegetables and all that jazz. Yeah, it's not actually. I think if I switch around. Mm. Oh, oh, go on. Hold on. Oh, oh, hello. He's caught the light. Look, here's the thing. I don't have a ring light on me. What? I know. I've got to buy a ring light. I just bought an iPod tripod. Oh, an iPhone tripod. How old am I? (laughs) (laughs) An iPod tripod. I actually didn't even realize you said iPod. An iPod tripod. Oh my God, look how cute it is. Look at you go, hey? Guys. (laughs) (laughs) So Ruben's just bought into shot, just the most adorable little iPod tripod, just for those listening at home. uh, That was fucking cute. I just want everyone to know that that I am, I I have been for the most part of my life, someone who is like dick jokes and big notes, flashy costumes, and that's all the hard work that I do. Mm. I respect everyone else's ability to do jobs that I have a no ability and b no interest in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think, for, like a lot of performers right now, we suddenly realise that to create our work, to do what we want to do, we are all having to add so many strings to our bow so quickly. Blah blah oh blah. God. Everyone said this, and we're all doing it in varying degrees of grace and dignity and aplomb. Uh-huh. And I, I have chosen the Hiroshima approach. Oh, sounds explained. Okay. Yeah. No warning. Mm-hmm. 
incredibly flammable. Ah. A tragedy that will be scarred into us <laughs> and shame for many years to come. Uh, and also it will disproportionately affect the Japanese because they are my target audience. <laughs> just as a few dot points, just beautiful work. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying like, this is just over for you. Like you're going to be non-existent after this, or you're going to be a broken city that will be rebuilt. Is this, is this I was barely life? existent before this. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> well, do you, do you know what happened to me before this? Yeah. Well, we that's definitely something. Yeah discuss what tell us about the uh, fucking train wreck of that that happened for you but you know what not content not content with having lorona uh, mm. uh ruin my life and of all of our lives but uh. my life more importantly because i'm living it mm. um i decided to just double fist myself with tragedy oh gorgeous um, gorgeous gorgeous Sounds so like in on october 29th i had a rare month off Casual, casual. I thought breath. you just had a really big night. Honestly, I was like, does anyone know where? I Ruben? thought we just lost him for a while. You know, where I'm is like, he? Oh, I mean, I'd say like who have, is he in? Um, <laughs> so I had, I actually had a cyst in my sinuses that took up the entire mm. right sinus. Oh my really, god! Yeah, and it really interfered with things like traveling and ear infections and pressure, and it interfered with singing, and it also interfered with my social activities aha mm. uh -huh. yes so oh, no more conversations for you and no wine what like late night 3 a.m i just didn't have the same <sighs> energy that everyone else had have that no capacity to sniff in the flowers so. yeah yeah, yeah. Just smell those lovely white flowers <laughs> um so i couldn't breathe through my nose really yeah and um i went in to have it taken care of Mm. Um, hot tip, surgeons and anesthetists, 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 drug dealers, drug dealers, um, <laughs> yes, cocaine okay, dealers, right. they do not take kindly to jokes pre-op. So when I was like getting ghost up in the bed and I was like, you've got me on my back and they're like, yeah, 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 you'll be laid back. Because you know, you could probably just go in anally and it'll be easier. <laughs> <laughs> like, Here's a sinus operation. I said, I'm aware. <laughs> Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. That's why it's funny. I know. Great. <laughs> Great. Great. That's why it's funny. They didn't realize you speak out of your ass, so that was Please why. Don't kill <laughs> Please take care of me while I'm under. Thank I you so say. much. Great. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, and then I, um, I went and had up. And one of the, the things that they did with this, well, because you're a singer and a performer, we'll use a breathing tube that doesn't go through your breathing, okay. your airway. Yeah, that doesn't touch your vocal cords. Yeah. It sits on the top of okay. your larynx, which I was like, heaven, great, lovely. Mm, gorgeous. Um, these things aren't, these masks, these LMA masks, they're not like tailor-made for your larynx. And I apparently have like, a slightly tilted, petite, asymmetrical larynx. Oh, my larynx is like my larynx is like the French woman of larynxes. <laughs> Please explain. Like just a little bit left of center. Uh -huh. They kind of like they're a bit indie looking. They're not oh. conventionally attractive, but they have an allure. 
There's something about them, isn't there? There's something about them. They carry off a Breton top and like a harsh bang. <laughs> Are you coming for me? What's so, up so with you? Betty? I am coming for you. Yeah, good, great. Betty, turn the page. <laughs> and I... <laughs> And, my job's uh, so much easier. Yes. And um, and what happened was the breathing apparatus actually sat on my larynx and lacerated the entire top of my larynx oh. and my epiglottis, which is the little piece of tissue that flaps that mm-hmm. lets you swallow. So um, all of that, because I was under stress, obviously turned into ulcers. Oh. So ulcers all around where you swallow i couldn't eat or drink or swallow it was a lot of pain just a lot I was of thinking pain you were looking thin are you good very yeah very you look good. <laughs> um, and part of the treatment of that was just a whole bunch of treatment and as a result of that treatment um my vocal cords hemorrhaged oh fuck. Um, yeah so blood, be- blood a blood vessel burst in my vocal cord which is normally a very simple minor injury for any singer like it's literally mm-hmm. a stop singing stop talking for folk for seven days let it heal and you're back yeah. you know and you're back and yep yeah yeah but i didn't catch it no one caught it in time so a polyp formed where i had i was speaking on a, an open wound in my vocal cords oh, oh, oh i know this is getting gross and then through a whole series of mistakes i ended up uh because it kept i ended up getting reflux they tried to surgically oh. intervene, but because it's the NHS and it's like, we have a gap in the schedule today, but the surgeon's here, so he's here, but we can't put you under for it. Are you happy if we do this for you conscious? It'll be very quick. And then what? I was just, I hadn't, so I was, I was told to stop talking. Uh, so by January, when I had the surgery, I hadn't talked for two months. <gasps> what? And then, no, I hadn't, talk, like, no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Zip. Not even I... I've known you for a few years now, Ruben, and I'm sorry, I don't believe you. (laughs) 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 May Savre. I just don't believe you. No, well. Two months and I was going crazy. Uh, I've never had anxiety in my life before. I've never really had um, any noticeable big mental health problems that I've noticed, I'm sure audiences have. Um, and uh, on the day of January 8th, they said, look, we can do this. We can get this surgery, we can get you sorted. I mm. was so desperate, I guess, that I said, yeah, let's do this. Even awake, I'm strong enough, I can do it. Um, and I can't believe you did it awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with like, in a day, in a day, day surgery room. So it's like- Oy. I was in a chair and I had the screens facing me so I could see it. You can taste and smell. They're lasering your vocal cords while you're awake. So you can taste and smell your vocal cords burning. What? And um, (laughs) once they got in there, they realized there was more work to do. So in fact, they ended up in doing it for instead of five minutes, 45 minutes I was there. Oh, no, 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 no. And and the, the anesthetic wore off. So they had to like pull everything out of me. So like two instruments, one in my mouth and one up my nose and no neck brace, nothing. So I was like just holding myself. They had to pull myself out, re, re-anesthetize me locally yeah. and go back in for another 20 minutes. Oh, um, babe. 
That is horrific. That is so yeah. traumatic. That, like I, I had a massive crash. They pulled the instruments out of me and I like went down like a rag doll. My heart rate shot up and down. They thought I was just crashed and there's yeah. no, there were no fluids or anything um, to put me on and no recovery rooms. So I had to just like ride out post-operation shock. Wow. Um, it was a, it was a big day for Ruby. That is a big day for Ruby. A <laughs> lot then, on that day. The healing of it maintained still that I, oh, it's just not healing very well. Um, it's just not healing, but we still don't know what this is going to be. All through this, they're saying, we don't know what you're going to heal like. Oh, geez. What a wonderful thing to hear as, as, a, singer, as an and artist, and as a yeah. singer. And a person who really needs to communicate. Yeah. And control over the, the person who's had control over their life and career for a very long time to suddenly mm. have all of that pulled. Mm. Um, and so I, I still could not and was not allowed to talk until mid-February, late February. <sighs> so wow. February, I did not speak. I, um, this is, this is a, a horror story for you. I, I mean, I knew that, you know, things were occurring and you needed surgeries and things like that. Um, but I had no idea that it was this way. This is horrific. Yeah. And of course on November 29th, when it happened, when the first hemorrhage was like, mm -hmm. oh, this has happened. <laughs> uh, that was the day before I was meant to board a flight to Seattle to perform with Kitten and Lou. In no. <laughs> and they got me a US work visa. And from there, I was meant to go straight to Perth Fringe and Adelaide Fringe to work with Scott Maidman doing a new solo show and a new large scale circus show that I was hosting with Heather Holiday. Oh, honey. That was the Breton Circus Festival and it was all going to pay. So by the time Lorona hit, I would have been rolling in the cash to survive. Oh, Absolutely. And then you've just got like Mark II happening right now and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? What? So the minute, so basically I only got the all clear. I got the all clear that my voice is going to be okay and I'll get back to normal if not better three days ago. Ruben K, three days ago. Cheers to that, my love. Oh, Congratulations. Honey, cheers. cheers. And cheers. fucking hell. Three cheers. days so ago. I but it's just very ironic, isn't it? The minute I get the chance to communicate and I get the ability back, everyone goes into hiding. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, I mean, I, yeah, that's actually, you know, like we, we're all whinging and whining about how we're not on the stage anymore, but you've really had this twice, haven't you? <laughs> you've just yeah, done easily. And the worst thing is because I'm such a, because I'm such a, like a big personnel on stage, everyone mm. assumes oh, Ruben's a diva. Oh, he's a diva. And I am. And I say to them, uh, why aren't you fanning me and serving me champagne? <laughs> why aren't your balls in my mouth? Israel Falau. Mm -hmm. And I... <laughs> that is the name of the episode. Why aren't your balls in my mouth, <laughs> that is Israel? The... Yeah, correct. Yeah. I'm just going to jot that down very quickly. Cute, cute, cute. Here's a fucking tasty snack. I love oh, this. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Hold on. Before I forget, I'm just jotting it. Um, yes, continue. You're a diva. We all know it. Fantastic. We all know it. Yes, it's but important. at the same time, it's like, well, I can't very much make a big deal out of this because it's very real. And, mm. you know, being a, being a diva on stage means you make, you make the diva out of the unreal. But being a diva about things that are real makes you feel a bit shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think also like when you are a diva about things that are real, like, you know, there's always that jovial kind of jesting thing that you can do with a diva to kind of like, you know, bat it at them and bat it back. Whereas when you're actually feeling really sensitive and sore about something, you don't want to fucking bat. You don't want to be playing sassy batting fucking comebacks to people. You want to be like. You've got no space for it. Give me sympathy. I just Help me. Please help. You haven't got the strength for the wall and you haven't got any way of doing any self-knowing jibes at yourself you can't you just don't hurt too much i that's, mean that's it as a like as a singer as well like your voice is your identity and like anything yeah. that comes into that you just stress the fuck out like it's just like it's like when a circus performer fucking breaks a shoulder or whatever it's like holy fuck like that's it it's how, it's how will it affect me what will i be able to do to the point where i was when i was able to speak but i wasn't allowed to sing I was trying to learn repertoire that was like speak to me. Oh, just in case, yeah. Can you imagine how <laughs> it is to me being like, so show me the way to the next whiskey bar. <gasps> Honey, like, if anyone pulled off, it'd be you. <laughs> uh, that's true though. If anyone can pull that shit off, it's definitely- That would be 100% you. I'd be like, yay. So Ruben K raps now. That's cool. Like I'm it's down. Fine. It's Ruben K raps. Ruben K raps. I would pay to see that one. Yeah, and I, I would have to have an entire track at the end of the album apologizing to all of the communities I need to apologize to. <laughs> would you I, rap that track as well, or would that be a spoken word? Could be a spoken word. My own apology. Fantastic. Fantastic. I, I would call it a rapology. Oh <laughs> yes. That's the kind of content that I wanna that I wanna hear. I'm there. I, I need honestly. Ruben K raps. Honestly, it's Ruben K raps. <laughs> Ruben K raps. Why do I feel like it's like a Christmas special? I don't like know. Ruben K raps. Yeah. Oh, you can wrap presents and. Do you see what I mean? I layered it. I layered that. Yeah. That's it. That's you're welcome. It. If you're ever in a crisis again, come talk to us. We'll come up with some ideas. We'll make it work. It. Make it happen. You know what? I'm coming for your gigs. I'm going to be an MC. That's it. I'm doing it right now. That's it. I'm doing it. Fuck you all. I'm out. Though, haven't you? What's that, dolls? You have MC'd in the past. Yeah, sure. Oh <laughs> I've uh, I've held a mic on stage. Is what I've done. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> that is a lot of it. That is a lot of what the main that part. is. I'd say so. And I um I knew you the performance over there. Mic. You've held a mic. Lindsay Chamberlain looked after one child. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I am a uh, I am an MC. I'm going to put it on my business card now. So Please. that's everyone else does. Yeah, they do. Correct. <laughs> Oh, it's oh. true. I've done something once. I'll pop it on my resume. Pop it on. Pop it on. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to do an online school. class about it now. That's the new one. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make my own online class. I'm going to pop into Vista Print. I was considering doing an online class at Please. one point, and I thought, I'd rather drink. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a thought. Wild. Yeah. Combine the two. There you go. Look, unwind. Oh, He's already yeah. done it. I have unwind, unwind. I drink and I teach I people. About- I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Have you either of you two? Now, yes, I watched not. your first one. Um, Tash is horrible, so that's why. I'm a but horrible person. No, I, actually, I only know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meditation, which I love. Wine, which I love. But you, absolutely not. Not watching it. So. <laughs> famously a homophobe. So that's mostly yeah, a homophobe. That's yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> Yucky. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I did tune in. It was hilarious. Um, my partner has never experienced your work before. So oh, I showed her. bless. Georgia is, yeah, Georgia was like, what is occurring? And I was like, oh, please. Okay. To be fair, and I don't think Kev like, has either. Should I introduce Kev uh, to Ruben K via this? Thousand percent. Okay, great. 
One yes. thing that do you remember? Do you remember um, Elise McDonough from The Fringe? In what so, capacity? Um, oh, in ticketing front of house, kind of all around backstage helper, gopher, extraordinaire, knows everything about The Fringe. Always really helpful. Um, I feel like I've I had an email from her before. That's yeah, like the name rings a bell. Glasses short. She's got like um, I want to say like a dark, a dirty blonde. Um, dirty blonde hair, like similar to my hair color, but maybe a little bit less. I think blonde. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's brilliant. And I was talking because I got a I got a Facebook message or an Insta message from one of my many fans. And <laughs> he got um, the past three days ago, folks. Three days ago. <laughs> three days ago. First um, exclusive. Ruby K singing. Don't worry. South Africa saying hi. I'm deaf. I don't know what the hell you're saying but I love your smile. Oh! One, adorbs, beautiful. Super but adorbs, I said, fine, in that case, I got to get captions. Fuck I yes. Getting my work captioned because it's not like, um, because it's comedy, mm. uh, uh, sorry, you got to do it. So I, yeah. at least, literally as I thought, hey, I'm going to get some captions. I put out a post and Elise McDonough went, hey, I do captions for a living. Um, for different oh. TV programs as well. Uh, I'd be happy to do it for this. This is fun. So now, gorgeous. Now, so we, we do it live. We do it on Instagram live. In, Instagram live. We then do it on IGTV, and then we do it on um, Facebook. Facebook live. That's the thing. That dying element. And mm. then, <laughs> what's going to die first? Facebook, TV, or voting conservative? Oh, um, and. Uh, and then we release it on YouTube with captions. Beautiful. Fabulous. Yeah. Because that way ev everyone and everyone can enjoy it. Because who am I to deny the hearing impaired uh, alcoholism and despair? Absolutely. I mean, that's it. That's absolutely it. That's, your no, that's fantastic. And I love that you creating, you know, this moment um, with your unwind has now incorporated somebody else in that little i love it when these things kind of grow and grow and grow and grow and you get more people involved yeah because how many have you done now you've done three of them correct i've done three but i've also done four little five minute and ten minute things uh yeah my variety show so ali mcgregor did her online late yes. variety late night 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 yep and I, uh she's oh bless her she's like do a little five minute spot so then i was just upload we all know that I have a problem with timekeeping. Ruben, oh. I need you to do a tight, a tight 10. That's all I'm going to say. You know, That's you tell him too when you want a tight 10. Like, Honestly, I, I think I used to, at one point during after hours, I'd be like, I need a tight four minutes from you. <laughs> a tight four minutes. And I mean, I'd get around 16, 17. And, and we had 15 better. minutes allocated. So it was fine. Absolutely. And it would be fine. I'd be like, we are on schedule. There we go. That's it. If you were on the lineup, I would literally MC for like 10 seconds between uh -huh. each act just so that you could have an extra like fucking 10 minutes out of You've my You've got to make room. Track That's so it. That you could be on. You know? I have, I have a, a producer in Switzerland who's like, we love having you on, Ruben, because I can save money by not booking two acts. <laughs> You know what? This is what you do. This is what you do for the producers around the world. That's You're it. Such a giver. You're helping. So she said to me, she said to me, look, I need a five minute and I was recording it and I just wrote five minutes of material. But then mm. as I was recording it, I was going, oh God, the page count is going up. I wonder where I am at. I am at eight minutes. Wow. Um, I am halfway through. So I said, okay, stop. Rewrite, 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 yep. rewrite. 
Um, I ended up having to say to her, hey, is seven minutes okay? And she said, seven minutes is perfect. And then I sent her a nine-minute file. <laughs> of course he fucking did. And what I didn't realise was that the lineup um, was like Cal Wilson, mm-hmm. Jim Owen, Adam Hills, one of the guys from the Pajama Men. Like, it was some of Australia's cream of la crop who were all doing three-minute, five-minute sets. And I... A fucking nobody in that <laughs> Here's a headline length slot. Did she put you on You're last like, though at least? Hey like, babe, you know, did she give you... <laughs> no, straight in the bitch. She was like, Here's yeah, my 30 know. minutes piece. Does she cut it into threes and just like throughout, like pepper it, you know? Like, and back <laughs> so again, it's Ruben. It's Ruben. Yeah. Like okay, a commercial break. You were the commercial break. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> You know what? Maybe the next time I do a, a, a variety show, what I'll do is I'll do, right, I'm going to do three two-minute segments. And by yes. that, I mean five four-minute segments. Obviously. And you can just pepper them through. And then you don't need to, in fact, why don't I just host it? Correct. Um, <laughs> you know what? In fact, why don't I'll just run the whole thing. It'll yeah, just be uh, me. It's my show. It's my solo show. Yeah. You, you just do all the tech stuff and mm-hmm. I'll do the dick jokes. Mm. Yep. Love Perfect. That. Honestly, that sounds like a dream. I'm into Here's it. Question for you two ladies. Yes. When please. we do get audiences back, do you know what I mean? And mm. whenever that happens, in whatever form that happens, mm. I feel like the instinct for a lot of performers is going to be let's tear the roof off this place, let's go balls to the wall. But I'm mm. thinking, are audiences going to be ready for that amount of stimulus, or are they going to need to be slightly more nurtured and eased back in? I, I think the wrong type of audience is going to be their balls to the walls, but I don't think I want to be doing fucking cabaret to them. That's for sure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that are going to be white girl wasted by nine o'clock for an eight thirty show. And just like, it then ends up being crowd management more than actually like entertainment. Crowd work, eh? yeah. Because it'll just be like, everyone like, let's do shots. And it's like, cool. Am I doing a hen's party or a show? I don't know what's happening right now. Um, they are very different. Mm-hmm. Oh, very different very I, yeah i wonder if it like i almost think that like you know we like for me it's like support the smaller venues first like any of them that have made it through this Correct. just like throw mm-hmm. all your energy and time and love and affection into them because yep. they're going to be mm-hmm. the one who who need the money and who need the patron well they're the same as us they're they're the they're the solo artists kind of vibe you know what i mean they're the ones that really yeah, need I'm, the support i'm absolutely into that that's why i'm playing the tennis center <laughs> that is so good of you. God, you're good. Margaret Court Arena, is that where you, you play? I am playing. He loves it's the gays. Yeah. Um, I, have a, uh, uh, I have a tennis centre story. Oh, please. 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 Is this one of your best moments or one of your most awkward moments? This is an awkward moment. This <gasps> is Ruben, um, baby Ruby in oh. London working in hospitality. And oh. what I did was... I found a way to work for events companies that did private parties. So mm-hmm. I could just be a private Smart. bartender in, in fancy people's houses. So perfect. Yes. Love that. So get good tips and you get to sticky beak in famous people's houses. Mm-hmm. Like, like Annie Lennox's wedding on a boat. We were just like 50 guests and me in a bar. What? Yeah. I'm and I sold sick. all of her dip tea candles. Um, <laughs> That's actually part of your merch By itself, bitch. (laughs) um, One day we're in this beautifully appointed like cement and glass um, thing in West London, setting up this bar. 
and there's a huge photography studio in one section and then a sunken living room and all that kind of bullshit. And there's, I'm setting up all of the unguents and the stuff and like 50% is alcohol and 50% of the cocktails are non-alcoholic because there's a lot of AA people thing and blah, 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 blah. And then I just hear this voice behind me go with an American-esque accent, go, oh, well, quite a setup you've got here. And I turn around, short guy, gray hair, a bit long, in a nice suit, nothing too extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's a bit, it's a, it's a lot, but don't worry, whoever owns this place won't even know we were here. And it's, oh, well, that's comforting, that's good, it's because it's my, my, my place. And I'm, oh, great, what do you do? Are you a photographer? And he goes, yeah, I, I, I take some photos and I, um, I play in a band. And right. I went, oh, what do you play? So, oh, I play guitar and I sing a bit. Um, and I'm like, oh, lovely. And he goes, are you Australian? I said, yeah, I'm from Melbourne. Oh, I was just in Melbourne. Uh, we were doing a gig there. And I said, oh, where did you play? And he went, oh, the, um, the, um, the tennis center. <laughs> and I, <clears throat> and my response was, Ah, the tennis center. That must have been a great opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> His response was just to go, uh-huh, and uh -huh. away. At which point, my other bartender who was next to me nudged me so hard he broke a rib mm. and went, dude, that was Brian Adams. <laughs> Ruben K. <laughs> 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 the tennis center great opportunity <laughs> what a great opportunity oh gosh what a great opportunity for you oh my god brian adams Fuck brian you. adams stop <laughs> it that, I do. that I is do <laughs> i love his response yeah I'm going to go. No. Yeah. You don't know me. I'm not going to play this game. See ya. I'm, I'm not going to have a yeah. good night. Just like, okay. I'm not even going to. Nah. So do you think he's like, oh, this bitch doesn't know me, which is fine. Like I'm irrelevant. Or do you think he's like, are you trying to humble me? Are you trying to like cut me down, bitch? Oh, I wonder. I feel like it's the second one only because he was in Australia. And so he expects you to know what the tennis center is. And so, and he's clearly misnamed yeah. it. But if he'd said the, if he was like Amy Park, you would have been like, oh yeah, sure. I know that that's like a big arena cool. that big stars play. But cause he said the tennis center. I'm like, cool. It's my high school fucking tennis court out the back. Right. And like, I'm doing fucking after school activity. Like an Mr. Smallhorn, like, my tennis teacher. Like, I, what up? I, I could have just said, I don't know sports. <laughs> I don't follow sports. Which then he would have just thought it was naive gay. So, you know, you could have gone with that. <laughs> That's it. I know that the Rod Laver Arena across the road is where I saw Cher. Correct. Correct. That yeah. is correct. But that's what I'm saying. I if he said an actual venue, then you would have been like, oh, oh, oh. The tennis like, center. Just the like tennis a sport, center. A sports venue. I mean, really, let's be honest, the fault lies with him. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we, should, we should call him. We it's should Brian Adams. Call. Brian Adams. Brian Adams, do you remember this? And are you aware that I'm now a huge star? <laughs> I don't know if you know. But uh, he, has, he has his own shirt. He's got yeah. merch now. Yeah. So. Oh, it's 20 and minutes filmed in a basement slash drainage basin, mm, mm, mm. but it's mine. But it's yours, darling. I love it. I love it. So beautiful. That was your awkward moment mm, mm. Yeah. with fucking Brian fucking Adams. Just Brian Adams. Oh, no big deal. Great yeah, opportunity. Same, same, same.
Yeah, same. That happened to me too. Um, what would be one of your best memories of performing? It doesn't have to be, you know, the most grand show that you've performed in, but what was um, maybe a really special moment in your career that you sort of, you know, you had that like, <gasps> it's all happening now. Just a beautiful time. Um, I think my first time at the Adelaide Cabaret Festival, when I was just, they, they took a chance on me and they said, well, let you host the backstage club, but we're not giving you a show. Yes. Mm. You know? And mm. I'm like, I get that because to look at me at that point in my career, those legitimate festivals might have been like, let's take a, ri here's a risk. Yeah. You, know? you still are, that. but okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Maybe God. even, actually, a lot more so now. To be yes. And, uh, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I, was, I was hosting the Backstage Club and every night was just really great at the Backstage Club. I was mm -hmm. great fun, good guests. But on the last night, my parents came. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. All, all four of them. <laughs> you say I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> all four of my parents came and the cleanup was a nightmare. Oof, um, can't imagine. We've all been there. Because uh, I'm obviously, uh, I've, my parents split up. So it was just amazing to uh, look out onto, at the final, I did like this, I did a, I did a 23 minute version of Copacabana. <laughs> of course. Um, was it meant to be four minutes? It was meant to be four minutes because yeah. I had Mitchell Butel and Gillian Cosgrove <laughs> waiting backstage waiting for me. And at which point I was yelling backstage, you can wait there, Mitchell. You've got a helpman. All I've got is this. <laughs> and now look who has a helpman. Uh, look at me now. I lost. I was only nominated. That's true. Doesn't matter. Same, 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 same. But you know, you were just uh, there for the journey. But, I, but um, what was amazing was because my dad was very sick at that point with, uh, mm. with terminal cancer. And it was just very lovely to kind of have this... Um, I mean, like, it sounds awful to say, like, a big, it was a great big standing ovation, but what was great was I could look in a standing ovation and see my parents, all four of them, sharing a bottle of wine after a divorce and still being friends and wow. see my dad. It was, like, the last time he ever saw me perform. Yeah. Um, and he went home and finished this amazing... He was a painter and he finished this series of paintings that he'd started when we went on holiday together. And that's the, the two paintings that I've got tattooed on my forearm oh that's so beautiful, oh, beautiful. Ruben abstracted things yeah so, yeah really, that was a really beautiful moment really personal very meaningful that's really beautiful I love that that's um that really beautifully brings you know you sort of two lives or two worlds together that's really it isn't it because you, yeah. you kind of as a as a performer you definitely have a split when you're on stage as opposed yeah. to how you interact with your family Mm. And I think when you always want, you always want your family, not just your family to recognize and be proud of you, but your family to see why you love what you do. Yes. And, yes. And, and what effect the, you have on an audience and what the effect the audience has on you because it's mm -hmm. such an integral feedback in your identity. Um, and I think it was an amazing moment that I could look, look at them, see them being proud of me after having been like fired from every job and being this emotional child that they wanted to medicate, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And they could see like, fuck, this audience is going mental. He's, yeah. you know, this is it. This is the thing. Yeah. The thing this is the thing. Cause also like my dad for years and my mom for years, cause they're artists mm. would constantly say, what's your plan B? What's your plan B? Wow. Yeah. 
and that's out of their want to protect me because of course but it's interesting that they're artists and they did that still like my mom was in banking and was always like yeah like I got into the like an acting drama course like straight out of uh, straight out of high school mom's like yeah you're not gonna do that and I was like cool so like 400 people auditioned for this and I got in and she was like no we're gonna gonna do a business a business degree you can do a drama like you know sub major and I was like fancy wow yeah that's what happened my first year out of uni and I was just depressed as fuck and then it wasn't until like a year later that she was like oh you need to you need to do this but I still did a business degree I did a business degree and a drama degree concurrently and that was the only way to make her happy for me to what's that what (laughs) did you just say how much they're poor (laughs) um we're all thinking it (laughs) (laughs) Um, my fiance is in banking so oh that's how you're alive (laughs) yes I I can't get any Centrelink help though because he earns too much. So <laughs> great. Oh my God, that must be terrible Love for it. you. My, my boyfriend is in hospitality and comedy. Cute. Great. So we're all doing well then. We're doing great. Um, yeah, we're all doing great well. <laughs> great, well. Great, well. great well. Great well. Great well. Yeah. yeah. So I did turn around to Kevin. I was like, oh, do I get an allowance now that Centrelink won't help me? Like, you know, is that yeah, how like, where's the Just deposit it into my. What's up? What was his response? Uh, no. no Still waiting? <laughs> ending response? He, he, he said that he'll pay for food over the next, like, you know, COVID time. Uh, okay. So, but to be honest, all I'm buying is food and alcohol. I was going to so say, that's like, all that there is really to buy. really actually us. all there is to buy. Yeah, yeah. that's just really weird because he did send me a weekly allowance. <sighs> oh, wow. Oh, Maybe it's going in turns. I don't know. Ask him. It'll be. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. You can have kind of a plan. sleepover. We can He's in banking. He's got a spreadsheet. It's cute. <laughs> How about you two? How are you ladies dealing with the ISO? Lorona. I mean, I'm in I'm in a um a hilarious bubble of of women wonder and love because I've met a, a wonderful human. Ooh. And I am actually currently living in Perth, um, in Fremantle. Oh, that's lovely because it hasn't even struck Perth because this virus has class. <laughs> That's it. You know what? We're about 10 years behind. We've just got Wi-Fi. It's all happening here. Okay. That's it. I'm going to the beach every day. I know I've got the tan for it. Uh, It's quite a lot. I want you to die. Thank you. Um, That's... That's a lot, but I'm, I, I you know what I am in Perth, so I want me to die a little bit too. Um, but <laughs> she's, wearing, she's wearing no shoes now to go to the shops, Ruben. It's atrocious. It's I've actually thrown all my shoes out. I might get some Birkenstocks. <sighs> I'm one of those lesbians now. You've literally free or lesbian more than you could free or lesbian. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, I love it for you. I am Fremantle now. Right. I have become <laughs> Fremantle. I just enjoy it so much. <laughs> it's quite fun walking around Fremantle looking like I do. Everyone's very like, are you lost? Are you okay? The fringe was in um, like January. So, are you still uh, waiting for your you, invoice to be is it, is it, <laughs> Could you yeah. not afford a flight home? Uh, <laughs> oh. I just thought I'd stick around. I got the train in here and that's, yeah. that's I just, the train uh, to Frio. What's the, yeah. what's, the, what's the big train that goes across the Nullarbor called? <laughs> what is that called? The gun. The gun. The gun that went north to south. Does it? Yeah, I thought it went from like. Ooh, Thanks for the visual of north. To south, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing these arms. It's cool. Yeah, it's really expensive because I always love to travel by train. I think it's um, much better than just getting on a plane and being terrified for a few hours. I was going to say that's um, also because you're terrified. Of I am petrified of flying. It is of genuine. Oh, yeah. 
I have, because, you know, I fly so much all the time. I just have I think the most horrific fear of flying um, because something's got to happen at some point, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I'm on a plane so often. It's got to happen. more likely to die from Rona. I flew back from London uh, to Australia on Malaysian Airlines oh, because, God. in other words, they haven't lost a plane in months. <laughs> Thanks, Mama K. Yeah. Honestly, Mama K, I I feel like her and I would be best friends. That's what I think. She would be. You're worth it. Although she cannot stand tattoos. <gasps> Gorgeous. She is so upset that I have begun to tough sticker myself. You've got to wear your tough stickers on the outside, don't you? That's what it's all about. Guys, I don't have a tattoo and throughout ISO, mm-hmm. I've just been coming up with all of these sleeve plans. Like I was like, man, if I could get tattooed sleeve right plans. now, I would be, I would be fully tattooed, I reckon, because I'm just like, yeah. fuck it. Got nothing else to do. Got time to recover. Don't have to wear sequins on it where it'll scratch it up. It's going to be fine. Like, now, but you're from Queensland, so I'm worried about your choices here. <laughs> just how many Southern crosses, just like right. 18 of them on my arm, right. I reckon. It's and, a all si- and then a Southern cross within a Southern cross. So maybe oh, one of the stars is really big. Tribal interpretation of a dolphin as well with some Absolutely. racist maybe just like some japanese on the wrist as mm-hmm. well um perhaps yeah. some arabic just for no reason oh, great beautiful yeah, yeah really just why not culture. i mean it's I'm queensland like... if you can wrap the arabic and the chinese around the southern cross it would be a oh. oh. and then just you know what face just monogram, <laughs> like just it's really dead, top it off. you need a dead relative somewhere on your body <laughs> Oh, that is true. That is true. So, like, oh, what, about, what about even better? Uh, a date of birth and signature of a parent. Oh, yes. Yes. No, we love that. Does anyone I mean, remember that phrase of getting your parents or your granddad's signature? That's definitely still in. That's not is it's, it? the state. Yeah, the phase is still here. That's definitely a thing. I remember, seeing, I remember seeing someone's tattoo of they gotten their dad's a handprint. Oh. Um, and they put their dad's handprint on their shoulder so that his dad always had his back. Wow. Was this man from have... Atuka by any chance? Oh, at least it was a guy. I feel like it would be worse if it was a girl with her dad's like fucking handprint on her. It's like a giant. I uncomfortable. Honestly, I think anyone doing that is not it. If it was from a chuka and they wanted their dad's handprint, why didn't they just put it on her face where it last left her? <laughs> hey, oh, there we go. And takes a sip. Beautiful, beautiful work. Good to see oh, you still got it, babe. That's nice. Still so got it. Jesus Christ. That's it. Jesus. Um, Ruben K. Yes. We do a little segment on this pod podcast. We do. Uh, and it's called Showgirl Secrets. Showgirl Secrets. Showgirl Secrets. Just show person secrets. Now, show what we want to know is, um, you know, we've had showbo secrets in the past that have, but Ruby slippers we always use as a fantastic um, example of get a fucking velocity program or get a frequent, you know, frequent flyer program. Which is doing no one any good right now. That's wow. Funny. But what I would say is really clock into the new Uber rewards. Oh. Yeah. Uber rewards. I didn't know it was a thing, but I really went down that rabbit hole and you sign up and you get points for every time you get Ubers or Uber Eats and I am living. I've got a lot of virgin points and I feel like I'm going to buy a vacuum cleaner with my virgin points. points is, uh, has, is so laced with irony. <laughs> got a lot true. of virgin points. I got, I got them for that irony. <laughs> that yeah, alone. Yeah. 
just for this bit. Just, just for, for this bit. Moment. You're welcome. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, here's one. I have mm. not followed through on this advice, but my sister um, is all over it and she's trying to get me into it, which is uh, changing up your credit cards, like get, getting a new credit card every year and getting that first month of spend this much in your first month and get these points. And then after the first or second month, canceling that credit card, getting a new one, and then accumulating points. She's like, she flies everywhere free on points now. That is a gorgeous, gorgeous secret. Because, I mean, you're not actually spending money you don't have. You Mm. just use that credit card for all your transactions in the month and you're still getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. That's really fantastic. Great Shobo secret. Very good. Shobo secret. Shobo secret. producers. Don't fuck producers. Yes, very good. Very good. Like generally ever or just in the show you're in or producers just at all. Producers full stop or producers Produce, that you are working with? Stop because you never know, um, mm. but always fuck the aerialist. Oh, True. yeah. I think that's a rule, though, of the show. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if you've signed a contract, you know that that is like a little cheeky clause in there. Always fuck the aerialist. Always. Yeah. Always. That's it. No, I love that. I love okay, that. great. <laughs> Tash, do you have any... Um, Showbo secrets that you figured out this week. You sewed something with satin. Come on, you've got to have something. Oh, I sewed something with satin. That is my that, no. I know. I know this now. It's I unpicked um, and fucking oh, interfaced babe. and got no. other material Ugh. and tried to no. put it on the back. Oh, mate, it was the whole time. And then I was literally like googling stuff, and everyone's like, "Yeah, just like don't, just avoid it. Just at all don't." Costs. And I was like, "Cool, this is my first tailored jacket. I'm really glad that my first tailored jacket sewing experience." was with satin like what an absolute fuckhead i must anything else that was a bit sturdier and less puckery what was that sorry Doug? did you back the satin onto anything more structured i did in the end yes i had some very nice structured i don't even know what the material is but it was quite thick it was like almost upholstery material (laughs) Uh, that i used that i had used to cover a uh a stool and so i had that and it's a stool and it's got like little pineapples on the inside of it so i thought that'd be a nice like lining because you wouldn't see it and i just thought that's jazzy yeah so i just like kind of uh bloody popped it on there and uh that eventually worked but that was after you know it was supposed to take about you know six hours and it took me like maybe three days so that was so don't sew with satin is what but you're saying i've got time do so don't sew with satin the, um, do you still have the original puckered pulled threaded mess that you would have created trying to create a tailored garment with unbacked satin do you still no, have that no because i i unpicked it and then i just like so you had to quick unpick all of that satin, then re-steam it uh-huh. to get it. It was a nightmare. Back it, That's it. Go through the backing it and then re-pattern cut and assemble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that about four times. Not even wow. Long. Wow. The back was okay because I had the sequin interface on like two bits. And so that was kind of holding the back structure okay. And then okay. it was when I got to the front with the front bit, that was when it was like game over. I thought so. you were going to say the back was okay because no one needs to look at that hot mess. <laughs> I mean, look, both are correct. Both, both are correct. correct. I'll, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll show you some photos. They're up on my Instagram. And it's not too bad. Like it's not great, but it's not Do you know bad. what? It's not too bad. It's, it's not, too bad. not too bad. I yeah. wouldn't wear it, but it's not too bad. Wow. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> no, it looks gorgeous. I think you've done well. Aren't you kind? Oh, well, <laughs> Aren't I mean, I do what kind. I can. Kind. Aren't you yes. kind? Yes. Beautiful. Uh, another. Hey. 
I'm just saying I'm having a lovely time. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. gorgeous. It's like the highlight of my week when I get to actually talk to someone else other right. than Tash, obviously. Wow. That's, that's, thanks, guys. Um, I'm just still, I'll be here. Oh, oh isolation. So. You yeah, have a boyfriend who works in finance. You have an allowance. I do not have an allowance. This is the thing. And the other thing I keep asking him is like, can I give you a hickey now? We're in isolation because like you don't have to go anywhere, right? Like, and I just feel like I just want to live that. I just want to like do that life again. I'm like, you know what? If you. Can we? Can we do this? Kevin a hickey. I'm going to need to see that. I'm going to need to see that <laughs> footage. I'm going to need to see it. Yep. Yep. Maybe yep. it's on a part of his body that we do want to see. I'm talking cum gutters, dick or hole. Done. Okay, uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. Just, can you, can you, can you hole? Can you hickey a hole? I don't know. You should try. You should find out. I'll give it a whirl. Give it a red hole. Ruben, can you hickey a hole? Yeah, you should know. I can, but you have to make sure they've douched. Otherwise it's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you wear the t-shirt. That's when you wear the t-shirt. You, it's, like, it's like trying to suck out the chocolate cream from a donut. Wow. Wow. I'm getting a very intense visual here. Yeah. I'm seeing it. I'm smelling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Ruben, we have a segment uh, called the Queensland Fact. Uh, have you ever been to Queensland before and has something outrageous happened while you've been there? I have been to Queensland. Oh. At the powerhouse. Oh, yes, I love Gorgeous. Love the powerhouse, along oh, with Joel Devereaux and Ruby Slippers and the gang. Oh, our oh, dear Judy's. Yes, we love them. Joel and Ruby. Stayed at a gorgeous um, hotel, courtesy of the powerhouse. Nothing outrageous. Oh, oh. It was a one-night affair, two-night affair. So no chance for outrageousness. That's not true at all, actually. I've seen you. I, I don't know how that can happen with you. That's just. I, I remember. Feel I feel like. Where were we, Ruben? Where were we? I remember. What do I remember? I think we were in Perth. Oh, yes, God. I think it was Perth Fringe. And I believe I was at Kellyanne Dole's apartments. And I feel like I remember looking over the balcony. Yes, and seeing you in the morning at maybe 10 a.m. No shoes traipsing down the street. I think you were staying close by. Absolutely cunted. You'd just enjoyed somebody's company. And I think Kelly and I were sat on the balcony with our sunglasses on just going, oh, yeah, I think that's Ruben. Yeah, that's Ruben K. Yeah, he's, oh, he's going home. Should we get breakfast? Yeah, all right. And I remember that. I remember it so well. I can't remember what the jam was. We were doing a party the night was that before. The I same remember night. That. And I, I think I remember this. I think I remember waddling home because mm. of all of the semen having a wake in my asshole. Awake. <laughs> <laughs> Just this was you walking home. Just was the, that? The waddle, it was the waddle of shame. It was the waddle of shame. No, the it's waddle of joy. There is no shame. Of shame. Yeah, but no, embrace that. The joyful waddle as I tried not to Mr. Whippy myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about at Perth at 10 a.m. I think it was about 40 degrees at that time as well. I adore and uh, miss Perth and I can't wait for next year. I'm trying to convince Scott to please hire me again. Yeah, you were, so there was a new show that you and Heather were a part of, which is very yeah. fucking exciting. What's the, what was the what show? Was it? 
Um, it was going to be set in a, a love hotel and there were going to be beds all around the stage mm -hmm. and the audience was on the bed and it would be half variety show and half me being like, hi, are you in the beds? Let's sit and have a chat. Oh, gorgeous. Oh. I love that. Yes. So halfway between a talk, a talk show with the audience, so like mm -hmm. a vibe and thing and then an acts and ways for me to just have be fun. So it's just like better lit audience interaction. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, it feeds into that great history of performers like Julian Clary and Dame Edna, who I really love, who who find the bulk of their um, the bulk of their material and the bulk of the joy comes from audience interaction, which I think unifies an audience. Um, yeah. And and the, the genius behind those two, and I, I hope that I can touch it in some way is to make audience interaction not cruel. Yes. I mean, it is cruel in a way, but I mean, that cruel always said with nurture, with love, with uh, care, where the audience is going, oh, fuck, I hope he does me. I hope he does me instead of- Yes. It's like when you want Bianca Del Rio to fucking read you, you know, like you want that interaction. You want that interaction because you yes. know that if she's doing it, if I'm doing it, it's done out of love. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But also that idea of that they've like that you've noticed them like that like I find that like that's a really lovely place to be in when you're doing audience interaction and they're like oh my god you spoke to me and you're like what like you're just like it's just me but like they feel like they're touched by something and that's like super like that's nice to feel as a performer that you're not that's like not intimidating that they want to be like interacted with yeah I I can't stand the audience interaction I have a genuine fear of audience interaction as a performer myself I I cannot stand it. Um, an MC or a performer coming over to me because it's it's mostly done out of I'll pick on you and then the rest of us are in on that joke kind yeah. of thing. No, nah, it's not the way. It's not the way, and I love that that you're sort of creating that that beautiful space. I really hope that um, that show happens, so we can kind of. On the bed. I will one hundred percent. I have a very far, hard and fast rule, which is if there are performers in the room or people you know, like friends and family. You mm -hmm. can't pick on them. You can't be on them. If there are performers in the room, you can reference them and yeah. play their shows and do all that. Um, but you can't um, choose them for audience interaction because the chemistry isn't there. The discovery isn't there. Yeah. Um, and the tension. The tension yeah. of what's going to happen from both sides. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. And I think I a lot of performers, yeah. especially performers who aren't necessarily very secure in not performing. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I am perform. Oh. And, when guest, and there's nothing worse. Yeah. No, when a guest tries to perform, it's like, okay, well, this is nothing. And that's not a bad thing. It's just an instinct that we all have. And it's part of our fight or flight. It's part of our self-preservation. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's literally my exact same rule. Like if I know anyone, I'm just like, no, nah, absolutely not going to go near them. But I can't yeah. see. So uh, most of the time I end up going and talking to someone and then about halfway through, I'm like, oh, that's one of oh, our singing yeah. students. Oh, uh, I'm already too far into this interaction. That's shell, I think. That's oh, God, it's my mum. Hello. No one has ever, no one has ever mistaken you for someone else. Me? No, never. It's true. So Everyone sees me and then just runs. That's Elizabeth. exactly what happens. Yeah. Elizabeth Bombshell. <laughs> What's that? And with good reason. We've all seen how outbreak started. I mean, look, I'm not blaming and, and anybody. Corona. And Corona. It's the Rona. You know, that's it. Look I am that. ground zero. It's fine. I've, I'm, I'm okay with it. Ground zero. <laughs> Patient zero. Ground zero is very different. Although, 
over 3,000 people have gone down on you. I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Ground zero. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Now, Ruben K, it is rare that we get to uh, interview in such a way, such a professional manner. No, uh, questions that I would like to know. <laughs> professional. Um, for example, in these Rona times, how you've created sort of something out of nothing with your unwind and, um, before, you know, for free and, and, and putting it on the internet so people can simply enjoy it. I want to know um, how you create your work because we talk, we, every guest we have, we kind of touch on this. Some people create from uh, music and a concept and, and move from there or do you start with simply an idea and then write? What's your sort of, as wanky as the question is, what's your process? What's your process? Um, I find like the, the comedy that I love and I think the strongest comedy comes from anger. Um, so I look <laughs> at the things that make me angry in the world and uh, the Purana, the mercenary kind of Purana-esque um, jump of self-help on the misery of everyone else to mm. turn a buck. Um, mm. and kind of the really trite, insincere sections of self-help really spurred me to do this. Um, and for me, writing, writing is a really, I'm not very good at sitting down and writing. What I'm very good at is magpieing. And while in conversation, be like, oh, fuck, yes, bat. And then I'll have to stop a conversation with someone, write something down that yeah. I'll have said or they'll have said. Um, and then I worked again with a writer, a comedy writer, who writes with me and speaks my particular comic language. Mm. Um, and we do riff sessions or writer's rooms. And then it'll take me time to collate that. And mm. Unwind itself has a structure that we mm. now know and get. We go, right, so we're writing jokes about the wine today. Now we're writing jokes about my suitability for this. Now we're writing these things um yeah. so it is in a way a scattergun and then pick up the bullets mm -hmm. yeah yeah or like, ones or that like, actually hit a target <laughs> yeah it's like a darts game you blindly throw every dart you have at a board and then mm -hmm. you walk up the board and anything that's in the red you pick out and those mm. are the darts what do you use as your, I guess, uh, dart session? Like, is it normally gigs or is it just like home practice or is it emceeing? It's a mix because, I mean, you know, as a host, you'll, you work on the fly so often and you pepper it with, with pre, bits. with bits, with bits yeah. and you go, well, that leads into this. But those bits mean that you have almost a grace from the audience to go, well, they've done that amazing bit and then you can just fat for a bit and sometimes- Correct. You, <laughs> yeah, you come up with the gold. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I use gigs. Um, obviously I don't have that now. So I have to do dedicated riff sessions. Mm -hmm. well, a friend of mine, okay, we're riffing. Let's riff, bitch. Let's pretend this is a back and forth. Let's get a couple of drinks in and do, go for it or get coffeed up. Although yep. I can't have it right now because my anxiety is not a joy. Mm, um, I feel you. Gorgeous. Yeah, I now have panic attacks. Oh, Hello. welcome. Welcome to a welcome, fun sweetheart. world. Oh, welcome, sweetheart. The worst. So um, I'm, it's an activity. Yeah, that's my process, and then I collate it all on my own um, because then it feels like it was all my idea. Correct. <laughs> that's the key, right there. Thank you so much. That's the hilarious. secret. That's the showbo secret, right there. Um, and then, uh, and then I put it on. But luckily, I also I have a, a producer on this, 
Dax Musa, who lent me a lighting rig, and she actually operates the screen of my computer remotely from her computer. Oh, beautiful! And it turns into an, she turns my computer into a scrolling auto queue mm-hmm. that can scan up while I'm doing it. Because obviously, you can't learn 25 minutes of material every week. Yeah, no, no. So it means that while I'm presenting it, she's operating the auto queue, and when I go off script, she knows just to pause it and wait for me to get back on track, and then. So yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, God, that is so cool. Yeah, the process has involved a lot of people, and I'm very lucky. Very lucky. That's I really I really love um, you know uh, as I said I've known you for, uh, for years and years and years, and um, sort of seeing your process, it's it's wonderful to see uh, on stage is so uh, natural and Ruben <laughs> K. I don't know how to describe it, but just Ruben K. Effortless. But I really do love to see the work and hear about the work that you put mm. in behind the scenes. I think it's really really important. Um, and coming, I can only sort of speak from my side of the burlesque world, coming from burlesque and hearing you say that you've worked with so many people in this process. Like you work with a producer, you work with somebody that you, a comedy writer that you riff with, and then that's how you kind of grab your ideas. I think it's really important for people to, especially during these fucking Rona times to know that work with other people, collaborate with other people, get ideas from other people. You don't have to just sit there in your house coming up with that golden content that's really yes. going to make you stand out no one's able to do that i don't no. think mm. i think few of us are and the pressure that everyone feels to create something makes them feel like well i've got to do this on my own and no no one does anything no. on their own no you know? absolutely i think it's really great that, um yeah that you're you know willing to some people aren't willing to share that information which is fine and that's their process but i think it's really wonderful that you have all these people helping you and even just um like a beautiful yeah, tip I'm like that names. i'm not giving them credit <laughs> we'll actually bleep oh, their names know. out we in know. the final edit the world. yeah Please yeah do. we'll just put Please our do. names in there instead uh, thank you to betty and tash tash york <laughs> <laughs> Sucked in, I'm editing this bitch. Uh, no. That's it. Tasha in control. Just go for it. That'll be great. Oh. Which yeah, is actually great. like an interesting point because like I, I find it really hard to like play with others. Like I'm, you know. Um, that's because you're horrible. It is true. No, yeah. I, I, I like, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I've been trying over the last year to like really like try and like outsource and do bits and pieces because I've literally been like independent producer through and through my whole mm. career like make my own posters make my own videos make my own website. Oh, that's hard that's really hard that's really oh. difficult yeah I, and i figured that out that the start. we all try to do that at the start because yeah, of course we're the only people who care and believe about us that's yeah. it um ladies i've got to unfortunately make a run for it because i've got um this is gonna sound awful i've got a i've got a personal training session oh my god oh. i hate you that is disgusting. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and I love that you've been drinking a whole bottle of wine this whole time. Honestly. And now you're going to go do a personal training session. Is there any other way? I don't think there is I for mean, me. Uh, this personal training session, she knows me. So she doesn't mind if I have to stop and have a little vom in Edinburgh Gardens. I'm obsessed with that. Honestly, it's, it's really going to just help. It's You're going to be so thin is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I love that. I'm obsessed with you. Thank you, Ruben K, for joining us Thank you so on this much. ridiculous little what Zoom chat. Joy. Thank you for inviting me. This has honestly been just a real highlight. Um, oh. 
My darling, thank you so much. Let's and do it again soon. I'm so upset that you have been cleared to talk. I thought we were in the safe, honestly. Yeah, I, I thought, thought we were just we... going to be like you doing charades and we'd just be like, dickhead. Uh, I thought maybe you would go asshole, and study at Moliere. I don't know. You'd become a mind. Yeah, it's hard. You're both terrible people and I dislike you intensely. <laughs> That's <actually. laughs> Thank you. That's more like the Ruben K, I know. And we're uh, back. Back in the room. Back in the room. I love you, ladies. I've got a Goodbye, dad. Bye, my darling. Enjoy. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.